1: Check one, two, one, two. How y'all doing? Yeah. All right. What's that with that shiny hat? I, I like that. Is Dave Klein in the house? You, you, you? can we all get a youp? Yeah. All right. It's January seventh. From the Dynatap stream of topple doobles, it's Harmontown is now in session.
2: Yeah.
1: Let's welcome out our Game Master, Spencer Crittenden, everybody, please.
3: What you got in that bag? Oh, school supplies and pencil <laughs> shavings. Let's bring out a mayor, shall we? His name is Dan
1: Harmon.
4: Oh boy Happy New Year It's good to be back I really missed you guys We missed each other I missed doing this
3: Yay oh, oh, oh,
4: I'm, sorry. I'm sorry No, keep the beat going Keep the beat going I miss,
3: miss doing I this I really
4: miss doing this As much as your mama's now cut, now cut
1: the beat off Cut the beat off Okay Wait no, no, Bring the beat Bring the beat back Bring the beat back Ah, fuck pussy yeah, d- do it more like an Iron Maiden, like more like rock and roll. I
4: fuck pussy. <laughs> I get power from the devil when I eat your pussy. I couldn't be more masculine than I am in the eyes of Beelzebub when I eat your Pussy. Pussy. The section of the abdomen that is located. Uh, get out of here, egghead! I'm sorry. Ah, pussy! You invited me to
1: the recording. To get out of here!
4: I wanna eat
1: pussy! Now, now do the iced tea like uh, fill in like oh, Hey, it's
4: not business. It's personal when I eat your pussy business. Uh, come on, let, let, knock it off.
3: We're what done. does MC Gun Control think oh! about eating pussy?
4: Yo, uh, gun control. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> God damn it. Like, you know, all the fantasies you have in your head of, like, let's start doing the podcast again. That just all goes to shit. <laughs> in the first five seconds, do this, do that. Well, now we did it. Now it's all, I'm back to being jaded again. Oh, no. Yeah, thank you. I got engaged. Yeah. It's
3: so cool.
4: I had always said, you know, obviously, as a divorcee, like, a lot of you kids can't relate to this. Like, like uh, there, there, I'm sure there are a ton of people in the theater that are on their third marriage, but it's, 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 it's L.A. after all. And, and, and I, I endorse you. Like, I think, like, use marriage as an expression. Uh, like, like 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 express yourself like, like 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 let me see what you do in your eighth marriage um but I think the typical person is like no marriage is for keeps and that's why I hate it or I love it or whatever i I never saw myself as a divorcee I loved my wife like I proposed to my lovely lovely wife my partner my best friend uh we were together for a probably record minimum amount of time <laughs> before we were like whoa mistake And, uh, but I always, I was like, I I would say to Cody, like, look, you want to put a ring on this finger, like do it. But the one thing I can't do is be like, will you also marry me? (laughs) That seems problematic because it's like the proposal is coming from the one guy that's like, look, you're already established that your opinion of who should be married is flawed. Is this logic not tracking? Like, 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 don't get married and then get divorced. My therapist said the same thing, which is not really, uh, because it's disrespecting your. Cut. But I'm, I'm like, well, no,
1: fucking, you got to do it this time. But, but, uh, Cody proposed to you on this one, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is that I'm like, yeah, I'll hold out for that. Did she? Uh, does she like get down on the knee into the whole thing? Yeah,
4: or? she did. She almost drowned. It was. It was <laughs> Because it was in Tahiti, and she was, she picked her spot, and she did the thing, and she had rehearsed it, and she was up to her neck in water, and she proposed to me. I knew it was coming eventually, but I didn't know it was coming there. Are, are you going to take the name Heller? or Are you going to keep Harmon? I think I would. I, I, selfishly, I would like to take the name Heller because I would like to die. <laughs> I've been through this whole thing. Like I, like the, like I, I, I consider this very therapeutic. Like. A woman got down on her knee and said, bler, 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 bler. <laughs> <laughs> "Would you marry me?" And I, I, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I knew this was happening. I knew this was happening. <laughs> and then I'm like, "Holy shit!" It's happening now. And then I'm like, "Honestly, to be honest and share with you, this is not a binary decision you make. However, it gets reduced if somebody says to you at the halftime show of a thing you're like the alternative is no I won't marry you there's a there's a little bit of a push there where you're like yeah of course first and foremost yes and but there's a processor in the back of your head where you're like what's happening how is this going to work so, so you, your your UCB training kicked in at this point okay. I think everyone's UCB training kicks in. Every, everyone doesn't need UCB training. That was the start of a thing in my Tahitian vacation where I was like in the background, I didn't share this with Cody at all. I shared it with my therapist, but I was like every day since I said yes to this proposal, I had been confronting this anxiety. Or I was like, a woman just proposed to you and you said yes. And what have you given up? What are you doing? What's going on? And it, it, it made me kind of like go through these thoughts in my head where I was like, well, first of all, now I can get as fat as I want. <laughs> but then, counter to that, I was like, no, you now have to get thinner than you've ever been. No. <laughs> that, there's a voice from down here somewhere where, like, he's, he's not saying anything that I disagree with, but your, your, your license to speak is t- too liberal. <laughs> uh, curtail it. Uh, I, I, it's distracting me. But, but even though you're saying exactly everything I'm thinking, I, I, I f- fuck you, silence. <laughs> Free speech zone is in my butt. The, the, go get up my butt, sir. I, I I started thinking in my head, it was like an emotional thing where I was like, oh shit, like when a guy proposes to a woman, the guy, it doesn't matter, like remove all of your politics about who pays for what and all this stuff. Like. The bottom line is that a guy is like thinking about it and then buying a ring, and which is what Cody had to do, and like it's just that power of like when you hit the buzzer. I knew Cody was going to propose to me. I was in love with her. I wanted her to propose to me. I didn't know it was going to happen then, but that makes it no like like it was like she, like she gets she gets to hit the buzzer in the game show of like we're married. Now. She she told
1: me she's like. Sh- should I? <laughs> she told I don't to- want to hear that you got to weigh in. That's awful. <laughs> I told her don't do it. <laughs> okay, all right,
3: okay.
4: but but like it was like, and, and it was like, there was this way, there was this thing of anxiety hanging over me. I don't know how much of it would, had to do would, with the would, fact would, that like, have, look, I've been married and I fucked it up. Like, would, I don't know you, how to do this. Would you have
1: proposed to her if she hadn't done it? No, it
4: well, it, I don't know if I would have. I told her, I told everybody within shouting range, It was like, look. <laughs> I love marriage, so I proposed to my ex-wife. It didn't work out so good. Therefore, what right do I have to, it felt like, it's like, what does it mean for me to get on one knee and say, hey, you know what? (laughs) Uh, I got a feeling this one's real. I got a, it's sort of like, to me, there's an elephant in that room where it's like, yeah, but what do you know? You're divorced, like, like, like you're the one guy in this exchange that doesn't know whether or not you should be proposing to someone. You already did it. And it was always an open joke between me and Cody. Cause she's, and she's like, what if I ever propose to you? I'm like, the day you proposed to me, you get fucking automatic, yes, I love you. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. But that, and that, that's sort of what, what all couples are in, 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 a, in a sense, like, it's not like, hopefully there's not a lot of couples where someone's like, by the way, uh, shit or get off the pot, and it's like, oh fuck, oh god! Like we perceive it that way, but the truth is that you're like, you know, it's more of a continuum, and and so that's why it was like, like, like I said, of course I said yes because of course the answer is yes, and then for the next two days, unbeknownst to Cody, I was sort of like in my head, it was like, why do I feel uneasy? And the answer is because this wasn't, I didn't. I, I'm missing, like, the way you miss your wallet or your keys, I'm missing my agency. I, I, It's not like this isn't what I wanted, it's just that I didn't, <laughs> I'm like, I've been shocked like corn I, uh, of, like, something that doesn't protect me anyway, it doesn't matter, I didn't want it, but I was like, it's gone, I didn't, it was, I didn't even know I wanted it, and then I started to think in my head, I was like, why don't you run through some exercises, like, like, what's your worst nightmare? It was like, okay, well, I'm been, I've been taken. Uh, so it's my job to serve this woman for the rest of my life. And that actually kind of made me start, like, I was sort of like, like, I was thinking in my head, it was like, what if you were like property? What if you had been taken? What if you had no agency? What if somebody had looked at you and said, I want that? And you were like, okay, I'll, okay, I'll let you take that. And like, I don't want you to leave me, so I guess I better be on my toes from now on. As opposed to this other, and, and, I, it, I, I, I wonder
1: if any woman here could relate to that feeling.
4: <laughs> That's my point. Is I, I was sort of like in doses. I was sort of like subjecting myself, and the and the and the more I pushed the weird dystopian narrative, where it was like. What if you actually were just a slave? What if you were a servant? What what is your nightmare? What is the worst thing? What do we fear about? Uh, what what do these symbols represent? Ring on your finger, like ring on my finger. I'm doing this. I take that. My father pays for this. You're, the, I, you he gives you away. What, what all this transactional stuff? And then, and then like 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 thinking about like my part of it and going like. What if I was like a damsel? What if I? Yeah, I, I, I it, it came out. I, I, I liked it. I, I was like, oh, like, like, yeah, get, get, like, this is the good side of the equality thing. Like, like, yeah, fucking, I don't want, I don't want to deal with this shit. Like, doesn't every guy want? Like, aren't incels? Like, aren't incels complaining about like? Don't like, like they, they, they uh, like how come women aren't just giving me sex? Like, what, do you think they'd be happy if like we lived in a world where women could like walk up to them and go like, "You, incel, I choose you. I like your cheekbones. Can you make breakfast?" Would they be willing to like to like like meet them halfway a little bit? Because like, like, according to their website, no, they they, <laughs> they they don't they want a world where like women are like like you can get them in the mail and stuff. But somewhere in the middle there is like partnership where it's like, oh me? <laughs> like, like like which I really I really like that feeling. All right, let's move on to something else. Thank you for congratulating me on my engagement. Happy yeah. 2019. I, yes, I will I will you, uh, I, I do I will take her I will take her name because I kind of don't like Dan Harmon anymore yeah, but b- it won't, b- it won't b- be b- because b- I 'm like a feminist. it'll be because I don't like myself i, I, I it'll, it'll be me conveniently going like, oh, that guy that sexually harassed that lady and apologized for it on NPR, but he's dead uh, I'll, I'll just be like, no, Dan Heller's in the house like, like, I, I kind of like that idea of being like let's call
1: it Hellertown and let's uh, also, yeah." <gasps> You won't have to uh, have to change your monogram on your towels. It's the same. Still D H. Still D H. The people that really respect me have only ever called me D H. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's that's the <laughs> bottom line. Like yeah. when you see Jed <laughs> appetite walking down the road, you go, Hey D H. Yeah. Th- nothing uh, changes. He gets it. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Wait. I, I, so do you guys think you're gonna get married? Soon no. It'll
4: be. Uh, she's so lazy. It'll be. It'll be a million years. She was so excited about proposing to a guy and making him like she'll be. be I
3: I bet I was I was I'll be honest. I was stunned by the feminist triumph. I was really taken aback. That's all she wanted. She's done. That's the thing. It really I was like, I don't even know how to feel about this.
4: Now, if we get married, do you want to? Yeah, it'll be five years it was from awesome. now. Rob Schraub will be officiating. We'll be in Death Valley between two rocks. Like, it'll, it'll be, there'll be eight people there.
1: What if you guys uh, love each other so much that you just name each other Schraub? That <laughs> uh, you become Dan and uh, Cody Schraub?
3: Uh, that could be good.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, I am. Prove uh, your love. Prove your
4: love. I would love to prove my love. Okay, let's talk about some stuff. I, I, Happy New Year! It's been such a long time. Uh, okay. A uh, I, 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 uh, uh, loud sneezing family on boat. Um, uh, that wait, no. sounds like
3: a hot one.
1: Let's let's start with that one.
3: Let's I, go. I, I, I want to
4: hear about that. Okay. There was a fucking insanely loud sneezing family on. <laughs> as we came back from Tahiti, like we went to this island. It, 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 like, we got on the return boat. Like, you got to go back to the, it's time, your dream is over. It's time to stop. You got to go back home now. And so you're getting back on the boat, and it's just like, and you're back on the boat with whoever's, whoever else's dream has expired. And there was this family, and they're just like, they're, they were from Dallas. I gleaned that, but it was like, Cody was like, what, how, how? Like, what is the point of a sneeze if you haven't sneezed it yet? Because there was this like, th- this person back there, we didn't, and they were, they were just like, Ha! Ha They were just sneezing so much. And the only funny part of the story is that we went through what we perceived as this whole like journey where we're like, we're trying to get back home and, and uh, uh, Americans are like, I think, you know, I, I experienced just a small taste of like, I think we're a little privileged it, because we were in the middle of like a part, of the navel of the world, where like English is not exactly like the. It's not like everyone's panicking if they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Where it's like, like I'm real I, I don't think I've ever traveled outside of the American hegemony, and, and I going to Tahiti. You kind of enter a French hegemony where like it's like look, everyone speaks English, we get it, but. Meh and the truth is like i am a property of french hegemony so i have a french accent and i will speak to you in french if because you're like this first world person and it's, if you if you're like i don't know french you're like can i play minecraft in my room and they're like who the fuck are you you're a monster it it like the, the airports are like speaking french over speakers imagine that nightmare yeah and you're like Imagine
1: an airport that didn't speak English. Ever. Unbelievable.
4: I I I am like, like 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 I was like, holy shit. No wonder everyone just crowds the gate uh, instead of letting me take my first class seat. The the <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the the reason I bring it up is because there was this family that like foot <laughs> of the bone, they're just like, hot you, hot you. This guy was like kept sneezing. And 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 Cody and I are like going through all this shit, and we're like, I can't. I don't know. Like whatever. It's it's all good. Like I don't know what's happening. They called my name. Did you forget your name called at an airport? No.
3: Terrifying.
4: What do you? Ta- I'm sorry. You're very excited. You, you you're like you're yelling. No, nobody's name is all right.
3: <laughs> Happened to me once. Did you Scary. ever? Did, like did they ever? When I was traveling with Delta? you guys. Spencer
4: Crittenden, Will you come up, Mr.
3: Crittenden, Report to the thing for and, whatever.
4: And you're like, aren't you thinking like? I
3: gotta run! Oh my god! I gotta get out! of Oh here. my god!
4: Let me! Oh my god! Like I'm interfering with the operation of a people. fucking thing. So like and now, now imagine like a uh, like an, uh, a, a like a French airport, right? Oh no! In the, just, I just don't know where the, the the parody begins and the satire ends. I. I just just keep just button it up i i it's you're like a ventriloquist dummy in a twilight zone movie i i like i don't know am i supposed to throw you across the room i, I is it going to turn out that i was you the whole time Whoa. I, I, I,
3: like,
4: just 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 take it easy just 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 watch just watch and just take it easy
3: no one can hear what you're referring to <laughs>
4: Oh really? Is it? Yeah, no. Okay, well there's a guy no, in the no, first no, no, row no. that keeps saying things like that are not they're no, totally I'm joking, they're Everyone fine, can. like I'll go no one likes Hey, it. I don't get shoes and I'll be like the left one or the right one. All right. So there's a there's a voice, it's like it's like I, echo table cables, oh uh, uh table, no Dan Harmon Dan Holman. And I'm like, oh my oh.
3: Jeff did a thing. $5 No, but that's so terrifying. It's in another language.
4: All right. Well, I, so obviously like Wait, so what
3: what happened? I'm sorry. Well,
4: no, you can't. What what are you doing? What were was, you doing? I was
1: I was creating magical comedy.
4: No, what you in Europe? What are you doing Jeff You're gear? Your I'm trying to connect Whoa. with people. <laughs>
3: You're doing great. You're doing admirably you're, given the you're, you're co- circumstances. Don't you yeah. think
4: I'm up against shit tonight? I know
3: you're You're always... Every night you're... I mean, every Monday night you're absolutely up against shit. Probably other nights too, but definitely Monday nights. I'm seeing it right now. Palpably, yeah. Yeah.
4: So, like, you're in a French airport, a French-controlled airport. In the middle of a... The- Oh, somebody, somebody, oh, somebody, oh, Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon. It's scary. I'm like, I do, it's like so hard to like, get, to, like, I'm getting through. I go up to the counter, like, Cody's back there. Like, they called my name. My name's never been called. Like, I, I always thought that when they called your name, it was because, like, you weren't there for something or you were going to lose your seat. And I got all the way up to the mm-hmm. counter. It was so, I mean, the amount of people whose lives I impinged upon. I, I like like bags hitting babies' heads. I, I because I'm like I'm I'm like I don't understand. I got a foot and everyone's like standing. They're just they're just standing because all they know is that the people are speaking in French and what they're saying is that the plane's going to take off. And so everyone's just compressed like a fucking like Lego sculpture. Like and and, and so you have to like. You have to like actively mush through that if they yeah. go like Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon. <laughs> and, and I'm like, like, I can't, all I I have no choice. I would never do this to anyone. I I I ran my American Express card. Nay, my assistant did. I like like I, I don't I did this, I, I subscribe to a tier of human experience that doesn't involve me ever touching you or you touching me. I am in the mid. I am, like, trying to bustle. Like, like every single human being is, like, has a right to look at you like, what are you doing, you horrible ferret? Like, like, like why are you fucking mushing me and touching my child's head? And, like, fucking, like, and I'm like, I, I just want to say to all of them, like, I don't want to do this. They called my name at the desk that says whether you can get on the plane or not. And I was just like, like, oh, excusez-moi, s'il vous plaît, about your baby's head, and you're like, I'm sorry, and someone took a shit on the floor, and it's because, like, and I get all the way up to the thing, and they're like, uh, I, I, I said, you called my name? And I, uh, Monsieur Harmon? Yeah, and they're like, eh, just checking. <laughs> uh, for real, for I swear to Christ. They literally said, just checking.
1: Were they worried about you?
4: I don't fucking know! I'll never know! Because as soon as they said it, I'm like, just checking? I don't know, like, I feel like Liam Neeson and Taken, like, I'm worried, like, is Cody, like, part of a white slavery ring now? Like, I just left her. Like, I, th- th- you don't understand. These airports are un-American.
3: They're downright French.
4: <sighs> you know, they, 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 they their, their toast is weird, even. Uh, it's soft.
3: We like hard toast. <laughs> American toast, we call it.
4: I may never. I, I, I just. I, I, it's, it's. It's weird. It's like. I,
1: I love wanna, American toast.
3: I love it too. Yeah. Well, that soft shit. Eggs. It's got
1: no maple syrup on it.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, but anyways. Oh, the reason I was bringing that up was because we're in that position. And then we're like, we sat down eventually in this like terminal. We're like, we're like God damn, this place it's like it keeps you on a razor's edge. Like you don't know the language, so you're like listening. You, you know, when the people are speaking English over the uh, intercom, it's already muddled, and you're like. I, for me, I'm on edge all the time. I'm like, I don't understand what the fuck you're saying. Eat the fucking mic. What are you saying? <speaking Spanish sound> <speaking Spanish meetings> At this point in time would like to face emergency if, well, if you was a stand up right now, get over to the gate. If you're a Vietnam veteran, no we in And everyone's just like just get- <speaking Spanish> like understandably goes, look, man, I, I understand like hierarchy in one of two ways. Either, either everything's taken care of because I have no autonomy or I fucking like nothing's taken care of because I have all autonomy. Your airlines tell you everything, you, you have no autonomy and nothing's taken care of. They tell you well, that'll be 300 bucks to go to Seattle. If someone pays 3000 bucks, they have a right to tell you you're a piece of shit. We're not gonna police it though. Like, like now boarding, now saying, like, in. I no pose, my toes, it's and now imagine that in French. And then I'm like, I'm like sitting down with Cody, I'm like, God damn, it just it gives me so much fucking anxiety. And she's like, and Cody goes, yeah, well, <laughs> the one sunny side of the street is at least we're away from those fucking sneezing people. Oh. <laughs> like, like you know at airport terminals they like the seats are back to back like the the absolutely like yeah. the, it was just like Hacha! they like of course that family's traveling with you they're on their way to the fucking America all right Dallas it was really funny uh, look we got off on the wrong foot it's 2019. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be back. I had a hard time traveling. Uh, I don't like other
1: white people. I guess I don't know what my point is. But you you hate airlines. You like you, you have I hate a real, airlines. You yes. hate you hate. Air. A, a lot of people have anxiety when they're doing air travel, and so like you're expressing your anxiety about what a lot of people have anxiety about.
4: When when all of us travel, we all have a hard time. Like you're subjected to obviously a dehumanizing event. And I, 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 yes, I I guess I'm speaking from a place of privilege or whatever, where I'm like, you know, I don't get it. Like I only leave my house for one thing. And that's like, and then I always like go, hey, send them a million dollars in advance. Like when I get there, could they just treat me like a fucking, like something above a mosquito? And the answer is always like, absolutely not, no. <laughs> like Happy to take your money, very enthusiastic about that. Oh, did you want the leg extendable package where you can extend your human legs to a point where you don't actually sustain permanent uh, uh, damage? Uh, sure, no, 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 that's a million dollars. We'll take that million dollars. Thank you so much for flying American Airlines. We love your million dollars. Remember, we're the airline where you can extend your legs a little bit. And then you get there and they're just like, hey, who are you? What the fuck's going, who the fuck are you? Slow down, whoa, 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 whoa. Take your fucking shoes off and get the fuck back in line, you piece of shit. And you're like, whoa, I fucking paid a lot of money. And they're like, that's not us, it's Uncle Sam. Get your fucking shoes off. And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's the government, that's cool. That's fucking cool, that's all right still a little bit of back and forth each airline they pick and choose whether or not you get to like oh, here's my shoes i gotta go people get your name get your number gotta go don't care where you go but you can't stay here what's that a zipper on your jacket i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> it's humiliating and it shouldn't be required necessarily to go visit grandma for christmas I I, I I don't see I, they've tricked us into thinking that they're doing us a favor, but there's money changing hands. So where's the favor? Here? But you like you you have a an irrational hatred of airlines. I have an aggressive yeah. hatred of airlines. Yeah. Because if I'm gonna die right. and I am, yeah, I would like
3: <laughs> Oh, I didn't mean it like that.
4: Spend your seconds at motion. Oh, no, sorry. sorry.
3: I didn't mean it like that.
4: Okay, let's walk through this for a second. Like, like, like hey, uh, uh, anybody, uh, uh, you like this podcast, right? Like, some people pay for the podcast. You paid to get in here, right? So, like, uh, 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 okay, uh, I'm going uh, to put you in a metal tube. And I'm going to fling you into the air. And uh if you even talk I've talked to like aerodynamics like engineers like cuz I'm always like what the fuck is going on how are we in the air I I, I you, you ever None talk them, to no. you, you ever you ever talked to like a person that went to school for this shit they always tell you they go like well no it's it's really not that big a deal it, it, the you know the uh, big things on the wings like they suck in the air and then they push it out the other side that's how you stay there With it, Where's the air coming from? Well, you're in the air. It's, a, it's like a paper airplane. It's like a paper airplane! It's like a paper airplane! It, it's not... Pass! A- pass! 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 <laughs> well, then you can't... Oh, good luck. I guess your grandma's gonna die without talking to you about your... Okay, I'll get on a fucking... i got to get on a flight to talk to my grandma. Just to Oh, m- of course I have a choice. It's like a... It's like every... Uh, every industry. Oh, I'd like to go visit my grandma. Uh, which airline treated me well? (laughs) Again, everything you're doing is exactly what I'm thinking, but stop, stop. But it was like, you can't go to an airport and go, I, like every industry that did this to you, like they would be outlawed. You can't go to an airport and go, my grandma died. (laughs) I need to get to Seattle by nine o'clock. Like, any other industry, like, five companies would be like, hey, grandma died. Like, get on the fucking grandma caravan. Like, we're going to give you a face mask. We're going to think. And then other the price-fixing thing would be, like, they would compete with each other. Like, I don't mean to be a libertarian, but... Fuck you. Like, f- <laughs> like, don't fucking give an industry, like, the ability to not compete with each but other.
1: Is Dan, honestly, are, are you just, like, admit that you, you're just a nervous traveler and, and, and you're freaking out about the fact that, yes, travel is, is tedious and there's lots of uh, hoops to jump through, but you, you're just a nervous traveler and you're-
4: How is that different from, from being a nervous eater?
1: Are you nervous? Either? If you
4: go to a restaurant and you go like, I'm sorry, like, like I don't want to eat something that's gonna kill me, or I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to eat like something that has a bunch of bones in it, Is, are you the asshole? If the restaurant's like, Yeah, well, fuck you. You wanted to eat. It's three o'clock. Fuck off. Yeah, but that that. That's not parallel to what you're talking it's about. It's absolutely parallel. If I if I want to go to my grandma's funeral and it's in Texas and it's at a certain time, I have absolutely no choice over which airline I travel on. I don't have any choice at all. They have a monopoly. They're so, a cartel. So, so it's not it's not about your nerves about traveling and, and being. Yeah, a, I don't, a, don't want to die at the hands of fuckwads. Like like I, I like I, I want I want the skies to be filled with planes. <laughs> um and, and, I, 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 want, I, want, I want when I I want to go to the airport. And, and I, don't want, I, want, I want people to be standing outside the airport and be like, hey man, hey where you going, where you going, let me hook you up and be like, what's going on here it's like, where you going, your grandma died, I'll get you there oh, come on, let me tell you what you got I'll be like, well hold on a second, what's this guy saying it's like, yo man, your grandma died, I'll fucking hook you up like, right. let me tell you what uh, we're showing a Steve Carell movie we're going to fucking rub your feet <laughs> like, like, I want to fucking shop around it's an American right
1: you spilled so much vodka during this it's good. It's good. How does
4: anyone? How how am I the only one outraged by this? It's true.
3: No, I'm. I agree.
4: It doesn't make it's any sad. sense. It's literally like I understand you. Like, drink your, understand. your vodka. Drink
1: your vodka. You're spilling so much. It's They're fine.
4: selling you the I'm worried about right about your vodka. to visit your children in Seattle, but you'd have no choice. And then you get on the plane. Wait, I thought the peak. When I saw them suffocate a dog, I was like, well, that ought to wake up a few Senate no, no. hearings. Are d- you, d- damn, are you you're, fucking kidding me? You're, you're, like, they beat a man half to death and dragged him off a plane. These are terrible corporations. Yeah, but they get together and compare. You're how just much a leg
1: nervous traveler. You're, you're saying why that can't, you're a
4: nervous traveler.
3: Why can't those just both a I'm be nervous true? Rich,
4: true. Rich, terrified guests. It, it I,
3: could be both. You hate it. it you
1: hate both. traveling. You hate being at an airport. You hate being on a plane. Why can't it be both? Who
4: loves them? <laughs> I like. Why is it? Why I, should they be able to take money from you well, I love, and then, t- I love and then turn you loose against each other? Like like when Nabisco so- says to half the population or 30% of the population, hey, welcome to a new white chocolate luxuriant experience. Like they don't say, hey, do you like white chocolate? Uh, it will take your money. Give us a subscription to chocolate. And if you want to make sure it's white, uh, fight the people that like regular chocolate. Just fight them for it, because I, it's first come, first serve. I'm almost
1: certain this metaphor holds up.
4: <laughs> like, the, the airline industry is the only sheltered, totally non-capitalistic, like, fucking sheltered weird biodome where a class of society is allowed to thrive. You're just f-
1: afraid of flying. Just say that Why you don't can't like it to be, be
3: both? on a plane? Why
4: can't it be both? By the way, how do these fucking things stay in the air? That's the ultimate outrage! <laughs> You're selling a dream! It's a giant piece of metal! It shouldn't be in the air! Why can't it be both things? Yeah, it's a fucking travesty! What you slingshot? Are you shooting people in the air? I
1: take it back. You love flying. You love flying.
4: I I love being on the plane. I love minecrafting. I I like, 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 give... uh,
3: it's true. <laughs> he's right. You're, you're just right. Uh,
1: You're just terrified of travel or, or being around other people. You, you're terrified about you're uh, uh, being crammed into a small space with other people. But which, also he's being no, oppressed by to...
3: corporate entities that are conspiring <laughs> to fuck America also, and other I, countries. I've
1: never seen Dan do that people. dance before. They
3: are hurting people. They're beating them up and killing they, animals. They
4: tased a man and punched his face until his face was bleeding and dragged him off a plane. And the corporation that did that is doing just as much business as they are. They're were. legally that, empowered what, to do that. That doesn't fuck with you when you're like listening to their safety video? That doesn't fuck with you a little bit? No, That you're bad. like, oh, well when push comes to shove, literally, you will have police come on board the plane and drag a man off the plane. Like, and, and, and then they're like, don't forget to blow your lollipop if we, if we, if we fucking have an oversight. Come on, man. Like like we risk our lives. Like it's like, like we jam into a metal tube and they shoot us like a lawn dart across the country. Like we got to do it or grandma will yell at us. Like like so we got to do it and then the, and it's like you can't you don't get a choice when you're like your grandma's sick and you you go online and you're like my grandma's sick so I got to I got to go to C- from LA to Seattle. You don't get to fucking choose. You definitely do not get to choose like how you travel. Like they the the you the, the, they'll say Oh, uh, this airline will go from L.A. to Seattle. And, th- and like, they'll fucking lie to you. They'll go, like, you you can't even... Like, imagine the shit that's a variable. Like, you go, like, I'm going to go from L.A. to Seattle to see my grandma get married. And then you're like, I'm going to bring my do laptop... to you, you see
1: your grandma get married? Is it and then you get on the buried. plane... The premise is that you're, you're going you to see your grandma get married. And buried. then you get
4: on the plane and you're like,
1: what
3: the
4: fuck do I plug in my laptop? I, I thought I thought I could plug in my fucking laptop. And you're like... Or it's uh, broken. Uh, flight attendant, and, and and they're like, what? <laughs> what? And you're like, I just don't can't plug in. And it's like it doesn't work that way. Fuck off, you piece of shit. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess I I guess I fucked up. I guess I just fucked up. I M- guess they maybe just changed the model of plane. Like it maybe you shouldn't
1: fly anymore. Maybe that's not your thing.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, those are my choices. Like I should not fly anymore or I should love up. the company that's been assigned to me. That's great. Like, 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 like hey, maybe you shouldn't drink water anymore uh, 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 or, hey, fucking take it the way Nestle gives it to you. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense. If you wanna travel across the country, which could mean the difference between you getting fired or promoted, maybe you should, if you're so passionate about whether or not you don't wanna be treated like an animal, maybe you shouldn't fly. That makes sense. Like, hey, maybe if you don't like technology, just why don't you ride a horse around in a circle while everyone takes a train across the country? Yeah, let's like, look. Your side of the argument doesn't need any fucking support. It's called entropy or evolution. Like, call it whatever you want, but it's the side that doesn't need any help. Uh, I, I'm over here with the other people getting sneezed on and going. Like, we all get Wait, sneezed on. We all get yelled at. My... Yeah,
1: it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's all chaos.
4: I like 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 I'm like. Yeah, you know what would be nice is if airline companies were like, oh, shit, we're going to go out of business unless we treat these people like human beings. Fucking Zagnut has to hold themselves to that standard. Are you kidding me? You don't recognize that? Wait, 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 walk me through that
3: Zagnut. You get a fucking refund.
4: Does anybody, if you make socks, tuna, chairs, anything, like... (laughs) There is literally one industry that where where they're like, oh, did you get a suffocated dog? Shit, so sorry. Anyways, hey, mother sold to the... Mother. There's one industry that's allowed to do that. The airline industry. That's it.
3: And they have that, like, it always. I always bristle in the speech or the video where they're like, you know, you got to legally comply with all commands. That means, like, if there's someone on the power trip who's like, hey... Bark like a dog, you piece of shit! Like, technically speaking, by the law, you would have to do that. Otherwise, they could then call security to beat you up and drag you tased out of a build, you know, out of the plane. I don't like. like I don't I- think that'll ever happen. But when I watch that stuff, it's like, yeah, that's what they're saying. Is yeah, technically speaking, we will tell you whatever you uh, we want you to do, and we'll beat you up. Which. I mean, is the law? It's a, it's scary. I, I mean, don't like the fact I don't that there's, like it, there's, there's a couple all.
1: airlines that their safety video is a wrap, or a, like uh, there's there's robots and like if you see um, something coming out of the air, you have to put a life vest an, under your chair, and then uh, you have. To. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's straight up Virgin, like who yeah, yeah, we yeah, missed out. There are business. I mean, I mean, I, I uh, we all sing along to. It. It's like, but this isn't saving anybody's lives. This is this is absolutely
4: madness. Here's the thing. So we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Like you know, like like they they make these videos. Like Virgins was good. I was I, I would watch. No, Virgins, I disagree like with a, that for I'm sure. I'm annoyed with it, or I'm not creatively, but I'm like, they didn't make any mistakes. The people in charge of whether I live or die sought to make a little choreography thing. And I'm not seeing any evidence that translates into Jesus Christ, how are you gonna get the landing gear down? Compare that to what's the one where it's like the George Gershwin thing where they're like, or no, no, no. What's the one that's like the ripoff of Michelle Gondry? What's the airline that where the, it's like the, the brunette uh flight attendant is like, is that
3: American? I think it might be.
4: It's like a Michelle Gondry thing where she's like the the like very charismatic brunette, it's like, hey, welcome to whatever this airline is. And she's like, "Now let me walk you through it. And then she walks through and it's like the stepped out Gondry-esque thing where there's like stop motion involved, but there's also like live action. And it's like, but it's like, you're watching it and you're like, oh, they fucked up that take. So then they just shortcut it. And I'm like, what are they gonna do if we fly into a mountain? All right. (laughs) Like, I, I mean, you're inviting me to make that scrutiny. Like, don't, don't, don't fucking, all you gotta do is like have a person like on the video screen go, hi, my name's Gary, I'll fly your plane. I promise to do it safe. Like, like, <laughs> if, if during that video, he's like, hi, my name's Gary, I promise to fly your plane." F- not flane, fuck, 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 take it again. And then keep it in. I have a right to be like, what the fuck am I on? I I, I had a dude... And the flight attendant would be like, well, he's not an actor, he's a pilot. I'm like, yeah, but your company doesn't give a fuck!
1: I I had a dude, we were flying from somewhere to somewhere, like over the Rockies, and and the guy, uh, I think we're leaving out of either, like, Nevada or Arizona, and the guy had cowboy boots on, and he was our pilot. And he got in there, and he sounded like Yosemite Sam. And he got in there, and he goes, listen up, everyone, we're gonna go through some... Extreme turbulence. So I want you to put your seatbelts on. I want you to strap them in real tight because we're you're, you're going to be bouncing all over the joint. Yeah. He, goes, he goes up, uh, the the the, t- the telemetry from the three planes ahead of us said we're going to go through some <laughs> real tough stuff. And it, this is not a joke. He goes, put your put your seatbelts on and strap them down low and tight. And he wasn't joking. We were we were fucking all over the joint. I just didn't hear it. And he was he's he kept laughing during this. Like, I wasn't lying to you, was I? <laughs> I, think I love that. that, that I love that. That, that. That's a good pilot because I need that. we had Yosemite Sam at the fucking. Control. I don't
4: like when they don't say anything. It's like fuck. Like like, we, like coming back from Tahiti, it was like fucking everywhere, and I would Cody was out like a light, and I was like, oh my god. Like the the pilot would come on and be like, hey, Mister uh, yeah, Bean and Jerry Lewis, and, and I was like. Like I don't know what this guy's saying. He might be like, "I got to admit to you, I'm a little bit afraid right now." Like, like, yeah. like, like I, his tone of voice was just polite and French, and I was like, "I." Everyone was asleep, and I'm like, "Am I the only one that knows we're gonna die?" <laughs> I, I do need. I uh, I was listening to a Radio Lab about War of the Worlds today, and they touched on just this idea of the pa- pa- patriarchal kind of like the idea of the news industry, the 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 male father figure going first of all everything's fucked second of all it's okay i'm in charge and how that's being sold like how we created that with the news industry and things like you you if you heard a woman's voice like you have to ask yourself like if you heard a female pilot's voice like it's a psychosexual like thing to ask yourself like what what do we need from news anchors pilots and things like how much are you being sold? You have everything to fear, but I'm here with you. I'm Lu- Wolf Blitzer. Like you're going you're about to see a flash in the background. I, I, it, it, I would love a Yosemite Sam guy going like, "Oh, whoa! This one's a hopper!" Like I, I, yeah. I, I do need that because I, I was, I was like, I. Why am I in charge of when something goes wrong? Which is what the, the, the good horror movie or narrative like does to you. Is it takes your it takes your guardian away. Did,
1: did, have I told the story before about the time I thought we were going to crash on a plane? At my, f- my friend Frank you have said Maybe, it, Maybe,
3: but do, I think we should hear it. it by, was said,
4: but, no, but, but, I'm going to pour I, a drink while you tell it. The 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 theme of the story was that you're amazing and you don't fear death. But. No.
1: The, uh, I'll, I'll take you to the very end of it. It was uh, uh, like we were going to Land in Chicago, we couldn't, so we went to Indiana. I, if, if, have I told the story a thousand times before?
3: I think just once in You're really it once long or ago. But,
1: but, but just to go to the, no, yeah, to, to, tell to, again. to the very end, it was the women that were the flight attendants that were on board that made everybody feel safe. And we felt secure and happy because these women that were like veteran, like flight attendants have been through it all. We go, if they're not nervous, we're not nervous. And when we landed, um, the the woman came on the uh, com and said, We're back in uh, Indiana. Oh my God. And that's when, that's when we all shit our pants. Because we're like, oh, she was nervous too? Like, like, like she, we, we all thought we were going to die. We thought she didn't think we were going to die. Right. Then we uh, found out she thought we were going to die, and she's a fucking badass. Like, she's John Wayne from fucking The, like, the, the Longest Day. Like, 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 we, all, like, we all thought we were going to die, and she told us so at the very end. Oh, God damn it.
4: Let it go. It's the ki- let
1: it go. Okay. Uh, let, uh, we're, this is a nice segue into our
4: next segment, which is Dan Recommends Podcasts. Uh, Yeah. uh, Do you know the etymology of the word posh? No.
1: I I thought it was a spice.
4: It's an acronym. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to this new true crime podcast. That's two British ladies and uh, uh, one of them shared this. Posh is an acronym. For... In, in the uh, olden days, when getting too much sun was a definite gateway to being perceived as poor, uh, uh, and people started to travel by boat, like as an upper-class thing, uh, you, it, it, it was about the strategy of when to keep the sun on your face and when to keep it off your face. POSH stands for port over starboard home. It's the side of the boat that you sit on you don't want to get too much of a tan.
1: Wait, right, so crossing over from England Port to, side the, to, over to the continent. To wherever for, you're going. So left side uh, going out, right Starboard side coming home. Up. To keep the sun off you? I guess.
3: Right, wow. that would be the shady side that's of the posh. boat, I guess. Wow. Isn't that fucking amazing?
4: Said. That's one of those things like where people... Now, I, what, I, what
1: does crazy spice stand for? <laughs>
4: Um, and that, that segues me into my, my signal boost podcast of the, like, I, I've listened to so many true crime podcasts, but like, I can't like, like, I found this one red handed. It's these two British ladies. Uh, um, I, and I I, 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 like in the height of my enthusiasm for them, uh, I'll give them the offer that I've given to David Cummings to come out. I was like, uh, uh, Sharuti and Hannah, if uh, if this gets back to you and you want to fly first class to the States and, and be a guest on the show, like, I'll uh, worth it. You've given me so much. Like, I'd love to chat with you. Also, uh, any, any
1: of our fans, if you want to come out first class, Dan Harmon will pay for you no, to come
4: not out. No, not anybody. I, it's, this is my thing, As I extend this invitation to uh, certain people. I, I, it's just such an amazing... If, if In this world of, like, I don't know when true crime is going to hit its peak. I think it's so funny. Like, I just, me and Cody listen to true crime podcasts. It's all we do. We gobble them up, we run out of everyone. And like, every single one is on a different podcast network. And every single podcast network has um, advertisements for different ones where they're like, hey, just a couple words from some of our friends. It's like, I can't, it seems like there's got to be more true crime podcasts than there are people willing to listen. Uh, or that have ever been murdered by anything. It's so, uh, but I haven't hit my peak. I just keep going like, all right, let's listen to them, these advertisements. The the one thing that's really funny to me is I kind of want to grab people and shake them and go, please stop pretending this isn't ghoulish. I, 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 I guess the new wave is like, hey, we're gonna talk about true crime. You're gonna hear about strangulation and rape and murder, but it's because victims need not be forgotten. Uh, 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 like, like, like they put this twist on it where it's like we're doing a service. I'm like, well, maybe you are, maybe you're not, but come on, that's not what this. Come
1: on. I mean, I, I, I'll I'll go to sleep on my couch and watch some Datelines, but I cannot do the Keith Morrison. The fucking guy, I fucking want to. I feel,
4: I feel like, I feel like, like, Ooh. like, perfectly good and, and, uh, podcasts about and, people and getting murdered did, are, are are ruined by people that are like, oh, well, we should make sure. I'm going that we... to keep doing my Keith
1: Morrison impression
4: That's while fair. you're talking. That's wonderful. It's but good. is
1: is it good to do a Keith Morrison impression while Dan Harmon is talking? Yeah, we don't know. Well, maybe, maybe
3: it's not. <laughs> I listened to. But plot. is it good
1: to do it again?
3: the world may know. (laughs) I've been listening to this podcast called The Dream Podcast, and I recommend it highly. It's about multi-level marketing and how uh, it affects people, and it's crazy. It's apparently all a big scam um, the only reason it's still around today is because there's this big court case that the people were about to to go to jail, but they had like deep uh, ties to like the government and stuff, so they kind of like got the court case thrown out. And then in that court case, they were like, "Well, check it out. Here's the rules for what is and isn't a multi-level marketing scam, and we don't do that, so we're in the clear." And they're like, "Yep, you're in the clear." And then it turned out they made up those rules to prove that they didn't, and no one has rules on what is or isn't a multi-leveling scam. So, like, that's now the new legal definition is what the MLMs like, made to be, uh, to avoid. And they're like, we aren't that, and that's why we're not breaking the law. But it's just fundamentally a fraud by the me- mechanics of the business itself. And the only reason that it can't always be prosecuted is because um, there's not always sufficient evidence to prosecute businesses and stuff. But it's all fundamentally a fraud. And it's crazy because it's like... It's all this crazy capitalist stuff where everyone's just like preying on people as a business and it gets into like uh, sexism because there's all these men who prey on women and get them involved. And so they're making men- money for the w- men, but it like it's secret. And so it's like this weird thing that affects like women. And I don't know, it just, it, it, it takes money out of both sides of the family. It's just this really insidious thing that seemed to completely uh, grasp all of American business and now American politics. And it's uh, it's, I don't know. It's like you find out like every problem we have is kind of all connected to the same problems and it's like, holy shit.
4: So the idea that we we aren't able to recognize what is essentially a, not even capitalism, it's like a pyramid scheme or? Yeah,
3: well, that's the thing is that like the multi-level market, marketing companies that have gotten away with it for so long have basically integrated, <laughs> have basically, <Sorry. laughs> we could make that work. We just need to keep it rolling for a long. Don't make it. Work. Yeah, no, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to be helpful. Um, no. no, but I, I, I hit the thing by accident. No, no, I, I believe there. it. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Anyway,
4: <laughs> you, you. The I, burden I, of I, proof I, is on I, you to prove that you're not just <laughs> jealous of Spencer taking the conch. No, no,
1: no I, 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 I was trying to look for the. Uh, the D&D theme in case we want to play yeah, yeah that makes some well, sense well that
4: actually now brings to mind like you were going to do that and it was going to kind of you were, that was Spencer no, no, Face I, you were going to commit Spencer Face I, I, was, I was scrolling through and I hit the, I hit the wrong thing uh, you, you backed me up on this airline thing oh yeah no I
1: the airlines <laughs> I'm sorry as long as Spencer the, again, agrees again, with me I was just trying to do my job
3: as a country that one's good
4: Okay, look, here's the thing. It's 2019. like I'm not a big uh, resolution guy, <laughs> but like something that like I've been really remiss about. Um, we've been as we've gone on, we love doing this podcast. it's amazing. Uh, we've concretized it, we've incorporated it, whatever we're trying to we make it like a, a, a self-sufficient like little biodome of like podcastry. Everybody that works on it hopefully is getting paid to work on it. Uh, part part of that was like, coming up with paperwork and signing contracts. its an arduous process. It takes the joy out of everything. Uh, of course, you can't just like do something for fun and uh, someone's gonna get, end up getting fucked over. We, the, the, we, we've we been trying for years now. Like we, we're like, oh, it's a business. It's Harmontown Incorporated and give this to that person, give that to that person. Along the way, I think one of the funnier things is like, one of our silent partners, Kevin Day, who runs the ins and outs of like, you know, like like pumping the show out he's he's like i, I don't, I don't want I don't want to make him a target, but he's pretty bitcoin rich he's like kind of like he doesn't really need the 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 bottom line is like at a certain point during the incorporation of the podcast he's sort of like, yeah, I have a problem i uh, I need some of the money to go away like 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 and we came up with this thing Kevin can you can you come up can you come up and talk about our thing?
1: Kevin Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. Talk about how to give
3: Thank your you. money away.
4: So we had talked about, like, because basically, like, if you were to do nothing at all, given your situation, if you are to take in money from the business venture that we had to create in order to make the thing, you would get penalized. That's this is a common theme of capitalism. Yes. You need a write off. You need a thing. And you're like, look, here's, here's something that we can't do, both ethically and legally. We can't say to our podcast audience, if you subscribe to the podcast, some of your money will go to take care of uh, Down syndrome. Which uh,
3: many podcasts do, but is illegal.
4: I think, well, whether it's illegal or not, I don't actually know about the legality of it, but I do know that actually, as a as a pseudo capitalist, I would actually say, honestly, you know, uh, if you're asking someone for five dollars, uh, shouldn't they have a choice as to whether or not one of their five dollars goes to this or that? It, 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 but but like what we came upon was like you're you're gonna suffer in silence unless we give some of your money away every month. Correct. And so we came up with this idea. It's like let's pick a charity every month, and we can renew it at the end of every month. But let's pick let's pick something that your money goes to because you don't need it. And you need to write it off. Let's just get it out of your hands so you don't get penalized for it.
0: Right. Like what I really wanted to do was like what other podcasts do was say that we were going to donate 10% of whatever to some charity. And as you brought up, that's a really bad idea because people right. might cancel. You know, they, they don't want to subscribe. Right. So, yeah, I would it,
4: like to think that there is such a thing as a Republican Harmontown fan who's like, look, I don't truck with this or that, but like don't p- – don't don't put me in a position where I feel like literally my money helps uh, something that I don't believe in. I, if they want to listen to me say they're stupid and pay five dollars, like that should be their right. Yeah, right. It feels like an ethical thing to me. It's where ethics and capitalism intersect. So right. and so and so, I think the nice thing is that we go look. This is a if you're if you're a, a, a right wing person and you're like I don't want my money going to anything. Look, trust me, your money's going to me and Jeff getting drunk and dying. Uh, I promise. Anything left over, we're, it's, it's, it's supposed, it's going to a private citizen who's our silent partner, Kevin Day. Yeah. Kevin now, who has no political affiliation, he doesn't care, he, what he said to me is he's willing to, we're gonna find a charity eat every once in a while we're going to funnel your money into that
0: charity. Right. I'm donating the money, but I'm letting Dan pick where it goes. It's, it's, okay. It's all going to the Proud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just,
4: if they could read, they, <laughs> they, ju- it's not fair we, what's we happening tr- to We them. try
1: to represent the, the oh. no, I'm, I'm um, joking, yeah, you I, fucking fir- Now
3: we will do it. Now we are going to, it's too late. Now we're giving the money to the Proud Boys for real.
4: Where the Proud Boys Just because, boys because of that. I honestly do think as a side argument that that's probably the quickest way to defuse some of these pockets of toxic dudes is that you actually just give them a million dollars because wouldn't they just, it would be Sierra they'd Madre. They that. would just kill each other and go like, I want this big of a fleshlight. No, it should be <laughs> like, they, they'd be like, no, it's too dark. I want it to be whiter. And they'd be like, fuck you, racist. Blah. And They just it, like, you could give, give bad people a million dollars. They're toast, but we're not doing that. I here's my my thing that I've always been passionate about always been passionate about in giant air quotes because I do nothing to do anything but like maybe this mechanism could help us or I said to you prison reform this is the thing that I'm like really like kind of like I because I feel like it's like easy to not do like I, I feel awful about the fact that we when when somebody fucks up in life, I don't care how bad they are, I don't care how evil they are. It's not about whether you're a good person or bad person. If you end up in our system, like where we have decided as a society, this is how it works, I don't like the fact that you get locked up and then your nightmare begins. And that and that you're like deprived of shit that like maybe could help you. Like I don't I like like I don't like that you can't get D D books in prison. I don't like that you I don't, I don't, I don't like that we joke about, oh, well, where you're going, you're going to get raped every day. And it's like, well, that was not part of the judge's sentence. Like, I just, in general, I think we have like a fucked up, twisted idea of like, it's like, if we're a a society that's going to lock up almost all the people in the world, like it, 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 that's my thing. I real, so I told you that like two hours ago, I was like, look up prison reform, (laughs) Yes. And so we may pick a charity tonight where we're like, sounds like this all right, all right, here's where Kevin Day's money is going. And on the Reddit, you may go, I looked them up, they're terrible, they're fake. Okay, let's find that out in real time. Right. Let's 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 popularize the idea of charity shopping.
0: So I, I, I came down to, to two options I wanted to give you. Uh, the first is the probably more well-known and much bigger, but not exactly what you were asking for. is called the Innocence Project. Right. And their job is mostly they go to people who basically everybody looks at and goes, there's no way this person was guilty, but they're sat with a life prison prison sentence. They go to, you know, get sentences overturned. And right. they're very big, and they all seem to be one of the most effective charities, and they've, they've regularly been recognized for dollars going to them does the most good. I don't
4: so, want to. Okay, gut, thank you for. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, is I I am actually more invested in like how do we treat like the bad people? I <laughs> I, I, I I want yes. the guilty people to not have to like. In addition to doing their time and serving their, mm. I I I would like it if they could like fucking learn a trade and like and like not live in. But but yes, I
0: love the Innocence Project. Obviously and arguably a great thing, but. Right. So the one closer to I think what you're asking for is a similar project called the Sentencing Project, that seems to have two goals. One is to give make sure people get fair sentences because too often people are you know thrown in some maximum security prison for something that was not needed, and second one of their goals is while people are incarcerated, making sure that prisons are not more likely to produce good results and people are. are, are Let out, You know, making sure things are not cruel, making sure education is available, making sure that, you know, job training is made available and things like that. So they sort of seem to have a two-pronged approach of make sure people's sentences are appropriate. How do they do that
4: in a world where it's like state to state, city to city? Like, how do they...
0: (laughs) Um, From the literal five minutes I've read about them. um...
4: (laughs) That's part of the joke is that I made you do this because I'm
0: so charitable (laughs) that I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> this lazy. Um, they meet with district attorneys a lot. Uh, they have provided information to states and counties and things like that about, you know, are you aware of the sentencing guidelines you, you guys have and what that produces and how this person here, because of the guidelines that that exist in this jurisdiction, result in a 20-year maximum security. You never see your friends the entire time you're in jail when other states are doing things more fairly and here's how well this has worked and here, you know. So they present information to the people who make sentencing decisions to allow them some of the visibility they may not see they're themselves. Trying, it's like an
4: awareness thing almost, where they're like, hey, judge, hang them high. Yes. And hey, uh, uh, prosecuting attorney, uh, hang them high. Like, you, you're getting votes and you're getting promotions by this idea that you're tough on crime, but...
0: But like, it's not working. Can we
4: make you aware of the fact that it's slowly making your city, for instance, like have
0: like recidivism rates that are super high? Correct. And they, they've also done work to where, you know, they've taken prisoner complaints that have gone unheard of, you know, this, this policy this prison has is unfair and just mean-spirited for no good reason. And they've stepped in, they've filed lawsuits, they've helped people. Um, How do we penetrate that barrier where, like, once you get locked up,
4: everybody outside is like, fuck that person. And you're like, can I get a toothbrush? And they're like, fuck you. And then someone's like, I wanna beat you up because you're Dan Harmon and you've been locked up. And you're like, whoa, this isn't part of my sentence. And they're like, who cares? Like, how can we make prisons less of a nightmare so I can proceed to get locked up?
0: (laughs) I I wish I had the answer. Yeah, I know, okay.
4: I, I in the meantime like yeah I guess out of the out of those two the sentencing thing like like sure I guess if those guys have funding they're going to be able to talk more to more bureaucrats let's give them a month or uh, let's say a month cuz a week is not long enough so like it's not if you're listening to the podcast your money isn't your money isn't going anywhere your money's going into Harmontown's pocket, same as always. I'm only letting you know as part of the show that one of the people that takes the money from your pocket after everything's done is gonna get fucked on his taxes. And so he's gonna, for this month, give it to this random charity, which is called the Sentencing Project. Yes. Um, and we'll maybe at the end of the, maybe a month from now, we'll go, here's how much money we gave them. And maybe we'll look into it. I actually honestly think I'm not putting it on them, but I feel like the natural mechanism of the Reddit kind of mentality is someone's going to want to take this shit down, which I think could be a healthy mechanism. It's like an enzyme. Like they'll research the organization. Let's find out, like charities. Like let's find charities that we that really do great. Like for yes. every every dollar that you give them, what are they really doing to change a human life and stuff? Well, let's find ones that we're fans of. And this will be the first start of the project. Like let's not be afraid to do it wrong. I, I, some of the some of that some of the like like I, that's why I don't even go down that road. Is I'm like I don't know what to do. Like. I got high with a guy the other day, explained to me that Red Cross is like the fucking oh, cle- yeah. kleptocracy. It's I, crazy. I, it kind of sterilizes er, mm-hmm. paralyzes you. Charities uh, in it, America is, are fraught. You, you're like, you're like, yeah, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. You know? And like it should be the opposite of that. Right. It should be like an, it should be like your natural state should be like, yeah, whatever. You should be kind of exuding shit. Yeah. Like in a post-Patreon world. Have you gone to uh, Proudboys.com? That's a very... <laughs> I feel like, yeah, okay. Well, so, so, yeah, anything else you want to talk about, Kevin? Come on. Share your <laughs> deepest thoughts.
0: My deepest thoughts. Hi. No. Um, don't listen to him. <laughs> He's, it's just like he can't, he can't control himself. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing. Um,
4: <laughs> uh, you live in Chicago usually, right? I do. I do. Um, uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. You seem like a secretive guy. Like you helped me. Were like, we uh, you sad about that uh, field goal by the Bears the other day?
0: I'm not a big football fan. So.
2: Good. Good for you. Good okay. for you. All right. No hard
4: oh work. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We talked about the fact that the way that we really came, did we talk about this in the podcast where you were like, hey, uh, do you own a, a, a MacBook Pro and an iPad 2 and a thing? And like a list of nine things. And I was like, yeah. And you're like, yeah. Uh, Cameron Diaz had you in her phone and like you're part of like FAPGate or whatever. You need to change your passwords. Like, And I was like, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, do you want me to explain that? Sure. Okay. I think I just did, but... (laughs) I was there and I didn't get that, but... uh, (laughs) uh, Damn. um,
3: (laughs) I got it, but I know what happened already.
0: So many, a few years ago, uh, there were some kind of high-profile cases where celebrities were getting their iCloud and other accounts hacked. And what, what these attackers were doing, and, and they were multiple, Would they would break into one person's you know, they would guess your iCloud password. And once they've done that, they can download a list of all of your contacts, all of your pictures, all of your email, a lot of really bad things of Dan's you don't want to see.
4: Look, uh, my takeaway is Cameron Diaz has me in her phone.
0: Right. So... What what happened? You know, they would break into one person's phone, and then from that, they would get a whole list of new email addresses yeah, and, and everything else, and they would use that to try to break into others and break into others. And uh, a friend of mine who owns a bunch of web servers called me one day and said, "Hey, this one web server is acting really weird. It's making all these connections to iCloud, and we can't figure out why." And we went and looked at it and realized that it was being used to break into other people's accounts. And I had met Dan before and was looking through the list of people that it had broken into, and I was looking at all of Dan's personal information. And so, reached out to Dan and went, you really need to change your iCloud password because I, I got everything. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you see? Everything. everything. <laughs> no, uh, I made it a point not to specifically look, but just enough to prove that what it really was. What did you see? <laughs> <laughs> that picture, of you was safe. Don't worry.
4: I like to and I remember calling you mm-hmm. when the Sony hack happened. I was like, Kevin. Yes. What was North is Korea, happening right? with the Sony? Yeah, the North Korean Sony hack. Whatever. Like, like, I was like, I was in a fucking full-blown panic. Here's why: because if all of Sony's emails were hacked, that, that includes every email that's received by Sony. That means that, like, I didn't know that the press and that the public was capable of being that av- like, like, like that level of piglety, like, like where it was like, hey, th- there's no, uh, yeah, these hackers like dumped this file online. Let's walk you through all of it. And the way like Amy Pascal was like, like hung out to dry was like, we're actually like, what you're proving here is that this. This lady that like ran a studio, she made one joke that was like, wouldn't it be off color if I said this to Obama? It was like, it's,
1: it's 9-11 right now, by the way. Yeah. Great. Oh, but no. like I I I was like
4: I was like, holy shit, <laughs> if one email that I ever sent to anybody at Sony like ever gets in the hands of TMZ, like I'm so fucked. Like it would be such a weird out a of few. context thing. And I, I remember emailing you and like like going like, just tell me. Like I just want to go know if I need to go home and blow my brains out. And you're like, there was one his his email inbox was uh deleted. At the time, but th- and there's one. I did do a search. There's one reference to you. It, it said that uh, uh, you're you're a wild card. And it was just like them talking about me. It was like, oh, it's badass. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> Pretty much. Like yeah. a single a single email. That's notable though because it's like it's not. It's, it's, it was like there's I, I something ethical about that. Like 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 look, I like. I'm just saying like if you printed an email that I had sent to Sony while I was producing community it would it would be grounds for like crucifying me I feel <laughs> by our standards but it's it's like I know the word context is now like a dinner bell that's rung by old fat white guys so it's like you don't understand um but it's like wait a minute like <laughs> I the the idea that I was a megalomaniac saying to a corporation, don't ever fucking tell me what to do or I'll fucking punch your teeth down your throat. Like Like at the time when I was typing that, it felt like a really heroic thing to be typing. <laughs> And six years later, the idea that that would be able to be pawed through by these clearly unscrupulous, like, uh, oh, I'm therap.org, and I'm a, oh, I'm banana net, like, like it was like, oh, look at what this guy said. I was like
0: terrified. I guess I've been terrified ever since. If it helped, you sounded more sad than anything. There was only one email about you.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. No, I was relieved. Believe me. <laughs> Uh, uh, digital, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let's give it up for Kevin Day, everybody. Kevin Day, everybody. Kevin Day. And Dan. What a nice guy for coming up here and sharing his... Dan, can, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can I invite a friend up? Yeah. Maybe somebody you know, maybe somebody you like, somebody I know that I love. My favorite, Jesse Kemp. Is in town. Oh,
4: okay. Do you, yeah, do you
1: guys
4: Jesse. Know Jesse, Camp? Oh, Jesse,
1: are you in town? Yeah. Jesse Camp, Jesse, come on up. Our favorite MTV VJ extraordinaire just come out of hiding. Hey,
3: man.
1: If you don't know Jesse, you're about to fucking know him, and he's the greatest motherfucker in town. Howdy. Jesse, I told you to wear something nice.
2: <laughs> uh, well, this is from a, uh <laughs> Ann's Big and Tall in Reseda. The whole, they put the whole outfit together. They do me and A.J. Magic Johnson's gay son. <laughs> so, you know, between the two of us, a lot of business to, to them. If you're in, if you're in Van Venice, Pacoima, that part of the valley, take a, take a visit. But, woof. When I f- well, yeah.
1: the, first time, the first time I met you, Jesse, and I will I retell the story. We were at a party in some shitty dirt backyard in Echo Park. Okay, yeah. At, at a backyard party, and Jesse had so, I, I, I will tell you lots of layers on. Because yes. Jesse is all about the layers. And and, and and Jesse comes and goes, hey man, I like your suit. <laughs> and I said, I like your Layers, and he goes, "Oh man, you gotta have layers." <laughs> and then, and then Harmon met Jesse, and he's like, "Is this guy full of shit? Like, what the fuck is going on?" And I think then, I probably a, a a like, half hour, hour later, is he doing
4: a character? Yeah, it's, it's like, is a, he
1: doing a routine? This is a bit. And then Dan, a half hour later, hung out with had hung out with Jesse, and came up to me and goes, "It's not a bit. I fucking." <laughs> I fucking love this guy. I, and The thing is, to know Jesse is to absolutely fall in love with the most sincere, beautiful weirdo in the fucking world. I, I, I went to his house. You used to have the crib in Echo Park. Yes. And I opened up his fridge thinking there would be... The Bone maybe, Zone. Maybe...
2: <laughs> the bones. Well, I didn't know it was the That park. was the street name for the dwelling. So yeah. I went into I his fridge hoping
1: there would be snacks or maybe a beer. Not in this fridge. All it was... All Just it was bones. was one sad half-full bottle of uh, Bragg's amino acids and then nail polish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that was it. Oh yeah, a lot of strip, <laughs> a lot of strippers kept their polish up in my fridge, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah. You know how it be. Um, it dries out. I think
4: the, fa- the fascinating thing was, like, well after I had met you. And I, I was in a dark place. I don't know if you hear this a lot, but I was in a dark place when I was hanging out with you. Yes, uh, me,
2: me and Mark McGrath. Yeah. <laughs>
4: but like, I
2: remember... And the you, Smash Mouth singer. Years later, A lot of my, people hang out with him and John Popper, the Bee Travelers, you know. That's a dark scene. Dan, I'm sorry, my brother. It's all right. But I do want to say one thing to the listeners, the straight-up listeners. Jeff just exploded. In person, Dan looks like a G-Damn Handsome, um, oh, my God, Paul. And you guys know this. He's in, like, um, the bromance movie. Um, Paul Walker. No. Paul. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Dan looks like a handsome Paul Rudd. You can't totally. see it from there. You can't oh, see it yeah. from there. Vintage Kenny Rogers. I'm not talking, like, plastic surgery. With All right. The well, weird, now we're
4: getting mixed signals. Like,
2: they. Day, they. <laughs> he's like, friends. Paul Rudd. Just like the gambler, man. Yes. Same thing, right? Paul Rudd <laughs> just fucked the gambler Ant-Man 3. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Alright.
4: Well, there's an uplifting message there, which is like, Absolutely. hey man, one man's Paul Rudd is another man's Kenny Rogers.
2: <laughs> Yo, this Paul Rudd is a milk dud. Because he's creamy. He leaves room for cream, if you know what I mean.
4: Do you remember my my ex-wife, my ex-wife, Erin McGathey, who is f- The like, gaff. Like, uh, we called her the gaffer the tape. Gaff. She,
2: the, the gaffer she, tape is actually an adult film with Dan and her, and I'm gonna zip it.
4: She showed, she showed me a clip of your origin story, which is also actually the origin story of another friend of mine, another guy who I admire equally, who is like truly the opposite of the spectrum. Like your origin story Forgive me if this offends you. That it's like, but it's like it starts with an MTV contest, right? I
2: That's thought not... you were going to talk about my Yiddish background.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a, it starts with a Yemish, uh, the yes. uh, a, a didik. Uh, no, it's a, the, the MTV had this like be the next VJ contest. Absolutely, and they did this like nationwide thing. It makes no sense to young ears now. It's like, why would you want to be famous? Isn't that a one way ticket to fucking devastation? But Back then, it was like, "Hey, man, be the new MTV VJ," and they had like a populist kind of like thing. Absolutely. They, and, they, and the and the two runners up, it was you, and it was my other friend Dave Holmes.
2: Oh, you? yes.
4: And Dave Holmes is like this ama- is such a fucking amazing, charismatic, friendly, like like he he's is the, the opposite of you in every way, which is not an insult to either of you. Okay. But like 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 my. <laughs> My my ex-wife showed me the clip. She was like, she showed me the two of you.
2: Oh, at that time we were much different.
4: Like, 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 well, yeah. Like both, Ernie and Bert, though. But it was like you you both but both of you had class. It was like you weren't. If Ernie
2: and Bert switched shells or bodies, but like the soul <laughs> of like because I'm more I look more like Ernie, but I got the soul. No, I look more like Bert, but I got the soul of an Ernie.
4: Yeah. Well, anyways, you won and Dave Holmes is like
2: I'm,
4: yeah, <laughs> but like you, you won because obviously the, the people are gonna be like, "Fuck the system! Give me this guy!" Like, well, like, yeah, like, uh,
1: knowing Jesse, like he's like a you're a like encyclopedia of music knowledge. Like, like you really know music. This is
2: true. Which brings us to the part of Harmon Town that we are introducing tonight called Music Trivia with yeah! Jeff Davis. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's right, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Mr. Jeff B. Davis, who is, by the way, guys, I don't know if this got mentioned, but can we give it up for Jeff? Do You know that he just performed yeah. at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Can you believe that? Dan, that's that's so amazing. And then we got to we got to tell some Jeff stories too. Like the time you, me, and Jeff got stuck in an elevator with Brian Adams and Tina Turner. <laughs> And, uh, it's, it's and a, a bottle a, of absence. It's a, it's a, Do you guys want to hear that story?: a, Yeah. let's just say Let's just say Brett Kavanaugh knew what a devil's triangle was because we wrote the book or the calendar, either way. Whoa. Right. They wrote the That's calendar it. on it.
1: That's it. I, I ran into Jesse. I was uh, with with uh, in the
2: Jesse like, autobiography. W- remember, I think w- I can. W- we
1: were in. We were in. Uh, it was New Year's Eve in Las Vegas. Oh, this is a
2: great one. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, it was uh,
2: 2005, I believe, four into five.
1: Okay, and and we were at the uh, Two. we were at the uh, the Hard Rock the Hard Rock Cafe. There was a show. It was New Year's Eve, and it was oh headliner. And, uh, who is it? Fucking uh,
2: V-E-L-V-E-T. the Velvet Revolver. Boom. Who's Hybrid um, of so we we had six. I read Scott Wyland as vocalist. Yeah, Duff Slash and Duff of GNR. And uh, of the other boy. guy, a weird uh, man with a mustache. Uh, no wild card guitarist, but not wild card like motherfucking the legend, the goddamn Johnny Cash like Dan, Dan Harmon. only one, one wild card, yeah. Dan Harmon is the Johnny Cash of comedy, and I just want to acknowledge so that I, I, right I, now. I, many I, I read it. He is that. like the Anton Levay of comedy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's Dan, he's the dark lord, he's the light lord, but listen, he's the lord of the ring and when he punches, that hand sings and it swings. Alright, so you're I guess, hired, you're hired. All right.
3: yeah, I, you're here every week. Sorry, forever. Dave Holmes.
2: Oh, if you, yo, man, I'll be in no, the behind the piano, just Jesse. call me out. <laughs> behind
1: Je- Jesse, it. D- Dan and Spencer, Jesse texted me, he goes, I'm here, I'm in the back row. Hell yeah. I was like, yo. I can't believe that you were quiet. Because I, I, I can't
2: believe hey that man, we didn't know what that you, you were here. Hey, man, that's my new thing. It's Quietude, man. You know, when I... when I, Yeah, Quietude. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Weezer's 13th record no one knows about. He's been big on this Quietude okay, thing
3: let me the truth. It's, it's,
2: it's leftover studio outtakes from the um, Ratitude album is... Whoa. I don't know where I was going there for a moment, but I'm back on track. Yeah. Um, I like This it. is a magical... This is this is more magical for me because I... I lo- come on. Like, Dan is 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 the man, and oh, yeah. and just amazing. Can we
4: talk, well, it was a music trivia, let's and get into, can we talk about Phil Collins and yeah. Tori right. Amos? Okay. But
1: right. I believe, that, uh, yeah, it, of course, uh, yeah, yeah, Dan, you tra- uh, Dan, do you want to try This to st- is your house! Dan? It's like,
2: yo, if you're like, yo, I want to whip towels on you boys, it's okay. like, down. I'm going to come...
1: Yeah. I'm going to control this. Each of you get to ask each other a Phil Collins yeah. trivia question. Oh. So oh. So you, okay. you, oh. you get to try to stump each other. I mean, can we, oh, okay.
2: just to clarify, Jeff, yeah. can we Go throughout like Peter's entire career, which I believe traces back to 1968 or 69. Save it for the game. Save it for the game. Genesis ah. album from oh, the beginning. All right, all right. So with y- Peter Gabriel, each, Mike Rutherford.
1: Right. Each of you, right now, think of a Phil Collins trivia question for each other.
2: Okay. Okay. And, uh,
1: and, uh, okay. Uh, uh, Spencer, you get to pick. Do you have a coin or a die? Who, who can go first?
2: So we're we're competing against each other? Yeah. This is the first time, by the way, Dan and I have competed against each other since, get this, there's a male (laughs) review, dance review, you know what I mean, (laughs) called Thunder from Down Under, All Australian Men, but they needed- uh, That's the one time. They had a spot for uh, for one more dancer. It's, it's very true. much like Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze. Uh, uh, no, no. No, not like that body body shape-wise. This is more like uh, Dolph Lundgren versus Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah we... But we competed. True. That was the last time we actually competed it's in the something. It's the
4: one time that it was either you or me.
2: Dan was Mr. Thunder from Down Under. Yeah.
1: Yo. Right, so, Spencer, pick pick a diet that that, that that is close to a coin flip. like maybe. Like
2: yeah, a, yeah.
3: Someone do Otter Even. Oh, yeah. So Otter Even. even.
2: You're getting odd while I'm getting even.
3: Hell yeah! You're getting even while I'm rolling a dice and getting odd, which oh. means Dan is something. Okay, so Dan, Dan, I start. Do you do you get with a Phil Collins trivia question.
1: Yeah, Dan, you get to, you get to either receive or, or kick right now. Oh, right. Whoa. Yeah, well, can I, so oh, I can, I, can I, X-rated.
2: Can I ask He's him receive? to ask me a question? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Yes. you have to ask oh, me a question. I'll receive. No, 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 no. I go I asked for you go first. No, no, I, no, I got the coin toss. You have to you have, ask to, you have to ask me a oh, Phil Collins. I have to ask you a Phil Collins question. Yeah, I be y- y- I y- be
1: honored d- d- to. D- this is this is Phil Collins trivia. You on Dan one on one.
2: I could ask things like who is the bass player on another day in paradise but we all know that's Leland Sklar. <laughs> 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 all right, man.
4: <laughs> all right. Well, can't that was pro- I'm I hoping that can't was needless talk. showboating.
2: Okay. I can feel it coming. Come Everyone on. does it's know not that. Amateur right. Dance Art. into the light. Is that Phil Collins? It is. All right. Okay. So I'm okay. like this. is my these. question for Dan. Okay, <laughs> Dan, Phil Collins. This is true, y'all. I mean this. I'm in fucking the paradise, question? by the
1: way, right now. This is. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is
2: good. Okay, so get this. Phil Collins was a war historianado. Uh, he loves um, like historical wars. He was, wars. A, wh- he was so a war there was historianado. What? There, well, there is one specific kind of war in the history of this country, and it's a, almost, also a landmark monument in this country named after that war where it took place. Um, this man, Phil Collins, collected all kinds of memorabilia about this specific monument and, 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 uh, and battle. And um, Dan, can you name what this battle was? It's a historical oh. battle in America. Gettysburg. Oh, no. <laughs>
3: oh, no.
2: Now, yo, the, all right, one Minded. of the great things about the Dynasty typewriter um, is the popcorn. We all know that. Available in the lobby if you're hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. If y'all need a food break, they made plenty of popcorn. They also and got other concessions. It is half off now, so just go crazy. <laughs> Just don't throw it on the <laughs> stage, cause that'll bring back, like you know, uh, it'll remind us of our thunder from down under auditions when they would throw popcorn at us to make us dance.
4: You, but, you, you um, snapped did, into like showmanship, like you're, yes, you're badass. Like you're, you're Thank like, yeah, you. It a, you heard a music here and you're like, anyways, here's the thing. I'm Jude Law in AI and I'm here to serve. Like, like
1: you just J- fucking... Jesse, what,
2: what, what was the battle? The battle of El... Uh, No, 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 The battle of, in San Antonio, Ozzy pissed on it, the Alamo. The Alamo. Get this. Oh, okay. But listen, I don't want you to just take my word for it. Is there someone with an internet connection that can verify that I'm not making up a random thing? Because you guys do know I do that. I prank phone call the Hampton Inn and tell them that I sell waffle makers and can get them an even better one than the wonder... Giving <laughs> the public for the breakfast and it's like a whole But this thing. game
1: is not over because, Dan, you now have the chance to get even yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. I no. can fucking yeah. knock your socks yeah, off. That,
2: no doubt. And that is me, cool of let me not you. get too cocky <laughs> at all because that was a left-brainer <laughs> one. Uh, Phil Collins did collect albums, Oh. And so, he has a $100 million worth of it. What? Yeah. Church, oh, we did, church, we church, church we has doubted. verified it. So I, church, did, I don't know And he donated it recently, though. We have church verification, everybody. I think to a great museum. I mean, that's. I, a- I also, from earlier when we were talking about charities, I got a great charity I'm a part of that also helps out, much like the Innocent Project. And I love them. They're great. They do great work. Prison reform, very important. Fair justice system for all. No bail bonds for anyone. And just let everyone be OR'd and fucking like, yo, let it just be a free. Let's. Hey, let's uh, do this. All right, Re- Dan, Do you do you have know, your? I'm trying to
1: think so hard of like a follow up question. I feel like that was because like, you can even the score, and, and Spencer's going to be
4: tiebreaker. I know. The tiebreaker. I could like
1: kneecap him with oh, like, shit. but I'm not. It's,
4: that's Yo. the humiliating thing. Like I no no I, don't, no. I don't have a fucking Phil Collins question that can like. Throw
2: I can me. feel it in the air tonight. You're going to have a good one. Oh,
4: man, on. you're better than that. There's a
2: bomb ass <laughs> Phil <laughs> Collins you're, album you're track called better. Like China. Came out around the same time as uh, China Girl by D.B., David Bowie. I suggest everyone give it a listen after the podcast Like China by Phil Collins.
4: You, will you, wait, like, wait, I'm not stalling. Like, no, tell me as yeah. a music aficionado. Anything. Will you tell me, Phil Collins is a, amazing. Yeah.
2: A brilliant man. He played the drums on Do They Know It's Christmas Time at All Feed The World. I mean, he's a great songwriter. Yeah,
4: and and a great so like like he's a drummer of a band that started with like a fucking like prog rock. Yeah, and he Peter Gabriel emerged and he dragged everyone along with him. Like like to move. Why 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 hasn't that biopic happened?
2: I think now that the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody last night is the Golden Globes Best Picture. Yo, Jeff and I have hung with Rennie Macklett and Christian Slater a couple of times. It's true. Over at. Amy Grant's house, you know, when she's in town with Clint Black. You
4: hung out with Amy Grant?
2: Oh yeah. Oh
4: my God, she yeah, made my puberty. We were puberty on the same happen.
2: record label, Sparrow.
4: Wait, what? Amy Grant caused my puberty and my atheism because, ah. because she's like she's so Christian and with the kinky red hair and she's just Ooh, like
2: baby baby oh, baby
4: baby. She can't even say the word b. She's so Christian. She's like vavy Ooh. baby. and I'm like, oh, your teeth and your lip.
2: She has oh. only been with one man, I can I want assure a you that. Soil. Unless I just, I, she's like, like, the biggest whore like, out there, to... but I don't, don't, oh, don't think Grant, so. Amy
1: Grant, I was so. I always had a. Fish. All right, Dan, Dan ask a- for, a- okay. a- Ask him to... an Amy Grant okay. question. No, no no, oh, no, no, no. I don't no. have any. No. Let oh, me... Also, how about this? Dan, I'm, I'm going to give you a a, a, a comptroller f- uh, uh, special. You get to ask him any question about any band, because that's how fucking encyclopedic...
4: Well, that's more important, right? Because, yeah, okay, so, like... uh,
2: And really, one other thing just that needs to be said here, too, because I'm not going to not give Dan an accolade that's really due. The guy who's headlining the first week uh, of the first Friday shows of Coachella, um, Dan, he basically discovered and brought to prominence basically like a Miles Davis to music right now, which is going to, in the history books of all the amazing things Dan has done and is fucking gonna do. Um, this is still, this would be a highlight for fucking anyone. I mean, Dan fucking, yo, it's because of Dan that we all have Donald Glover, and I think that oh, that needs to be, yeah. a, you <laughs> I know, was when waiting we talk about great sh- music, <laughs> Right?
4: I was like, "What I mean, are you Dan, doing?" That's, that's
2: awesome, man. And you, you gave him a platform to shine, and 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 shine he did. And you, it's just a beautiful thing you deflect, brought to humanity. Deflect, defle-
4: no, 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 no. But thank you, thank you. Of Amazing course. that you made that connection. But like, also at the same time, no, 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 no. Like, like, yeah. Because, like, so, yeah. Well, well, Dan, Dan,
1: you can pick any band, any any era, and see if you can stump. Jesse Campbell. Okay, and like, I'm still like, waiting like, for the wanna,
2: Phil Collins. Moment. I almost
1: want. I just want to like like talk. I want. Yeah. I, I want to like throw shit at you because I like, I
4: feel like my my music tastes are so provincial. Like they're only.
2: I know a lot of inside music biz secrets. Like, like, I used like, to watch Clive Davis's cars. Tell, tell,
4: tell me everything about Tori Amos. I, I, oh I, yo! I, like, you, I, do you know I,
2: you? Because that's one of my famous MTV moments. Is me with Tori Amos singing Dream On. Did I don't you know, know that? that. No, I don't know that. Oh, that's Googleable. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's googlable, man. Take a look; it's in a book. Reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. I can do anything.
1: It happens. It's in a
2: book. It's googlable. Yo, that's that's on. But there's a lot of stuff about me that's Googleable, so but that that we don't need to get into. So
4: you met Tori Amos?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And you sang in with In fact, her? two years before MTV, this is in like Wallingford, Connecticut. I snuck into a Tori Amos concert at like you know how you have maximum, minimum security prisons, Well, there used to be this um, this like place, like three thousand person place in Wallingford, Con- Anyway, you could like anyone could sneak into this thing. Was that's Connecticut? <laughs> Connecticut is like minimum security concert venues, you know. But that's so you why are up, we on that? I don't know. That was on me. I'm mean, sorry for that tangent. So you're with tangent.
4: you're with Tori Amos, like tell oh yeah. Me about Tori Amos. Two years
2: later, I'm in her hotel room, smoking, smoking, slipping on gin and juice, laid back.
4: <laughs> what is she like? What does she uh, smell cornflake like? Cornflake
2: girl smells like cornflakes, but in a good way. <laughs> like I ain't talking like those soggy ass cornflakes. I'm talking crispin.
4: This is, I'm being oh, presented shit. with a video of okay. you and Tori Amos on my iPhone. It's
3: Googleable. Hey, everybody's got the news in life This is a,
4: we're playing a video of you. This is you and Tori Amos. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but in the video you're wearing a ridiculous hat. So tanner. I thought I'd,
2: so I thought Thank you, I'd church. bring it around. And I thought I'd break out another crazy hat. And this is pretty crazy. This this hat got fifty one fifty.
4: But wait, Jesse. So let me so like like so oh, like I referenced the, the idea of yeah. like 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 so is it. Is it accurate to say your mm-hmm. Forrest Gump adventure begins with this like MTV contest, it's very which is like pro. Like like like, but I had a
2: Jenny too, you know.
4: But obviously, you had gumption, otherwise you wouldn't have won that contest.
2: I did have gumption.
4: You beat my friend, who was like,
2: I had some bubblegum. Who has shrimp. moved
4: on to establish himself as the Dick Clark oh, of Dave. everything? Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, I tell you
2: all about that because the media always tries to pit us against each other, like they like Duff Lundgren versus <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> But Again,
4: my question is: so obviously, coming, or like
2: Wesley Snipes versus the IRS? But you know? coming,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but coming to that stage, yeah. you obviously were already a yeah, savant. Yeah, Dave and
2: I shot. That's crazy. You should bring that up, Dan. We shot a Coming to America type movie <laughs> yeah. on the Arsenio Hall to Dave's Eddie Murphy. And um, he played, like, a guy from Poland, and then I was, I guess, his helper. It was very, like, Black Sheep, Chris Farley, David Spade. We made a movie together. It's never going to come out because <laughs> um, that was back when Dave was going through his satanic period.
4: <laughs> well, no, First yeah, we off,
2: he was Wicca, so he didn't show up in half the dailies. But number two... Um, he was also into a really heavy wicker candle period. He was making candles. Jesse, can we,
1: can we talk about your your trousers right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm this, sorry for going off the
2: rails on a crazy train.
1: Yeah, but these this, this tights... This, this but tight that crazy train, right
2: train leads back to the station, and that station is located in Harmington! Yeah!
1: population yeah. really No, I want to know, I want to know, like, the, the obviously leading up to... I've listened to
2: preachers.
1: I don't... <laughs> Jesse uh, one time called me up, he goes, he goes, Hey, Jeff, um, <laughs> you want to come to the Whiskey A-Go-Go tonight? Yeah. We're, we're going to go see L.A. Guns. And, we, and, he, and he, he, yeah. of course, we get backstage and we're hanging out with Phil Lewis, who's the fucking grooviest. The man. But like, 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 to go to a rock show... Stole
2: Rod Stewart's girlfriend back in the day. Fucking
1: did. He fucking did. Yeah. Uh, but to go backstage at a rock show with Jesse is like to be on a magic carpet ride of rock and roll, like fucking uh. fa- fantasy.
4: Well, because yes. so here's a question I want to ask you. Anything, Dan? Why aren't you a snob? <laughs> because you're clearly not a snob. Because you're uh, not you're not doing a bit life humbles me a lot. <laughs> when you because you are like a lot of people who uh, have encyclopedic knowledge of things, like yeah. they make their bones by going like, well, I I I talked to you about Phil Collins, and yeah. A lot of people. I love would, that like, question. But like, I I want to know like like so. You're the skeleton key, you're like this ultimate fan. You like that's your charisma. Those, is, the, thank you. is there such a thing as a bad thing for you? Like like Oh, are, I've made
2: some bad moves, believe no, me. No, no, a no, no, not you, not state. you.
4: Don't worry about you. I'm talking about as a consumer, oh, I'm saying okay. like like if I say Phil Collins to you I did a movie
2: with Charles Groden, bad move. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you're you're like, <laughs> Phil Collins, he did this, he did that. I say Tori Amos to you. Yeah. I've, I've only said the two oh, things that wonderful are. So important woman. To me. I'll, tell you,
2: I'll tell you honest stories. But my question to
4: you is could I say something to you that would, would make you go, oh, fuck that, that's bullshit. You know, like Menudo or like... I'll I- tell
2: you, welcome. Yeah. One thing, I'm glad you bring that up. One pet peeve of mine, although I think the public uh, definitely cried out against it, but it didn't need to be that mean to it. But um, it was very ill-conceived, the Steve Carell movie, Welcome to Mavine, about how he basically... So he's. let's just go there with this real quick. He is a man that was at like a, like a, like a rough kind of bar, and he was just telling all the rough locals that he, um, That he got, that he wanted to be a cross dresser or something. And so I don't know, the alcohol got in them, you know, and they, they like beat him well within an inch of his life, like this group of people in England. So then this dude is brain damaged, but goes to heel in this world where he gets a lot of like G.I. Joe and weird like action figures and and builds an imaginary life about that with him in it. And this movie's two and a half hours and it's called Welcome to Maveen. And it like had a $60 million budget and I think it brought in maybe 1.2 million.
1: (laughs) Wait, you mean Marwin? Marwin?
2: Yeah, Marwin. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that confused with Aquaman.
1: <laughs> Wait, so Wait, but you're saying, you're saying, okay, there's shitty movies I, I don't no, recommend no, them. Yeah. Dig, dig, dig this, I, mean, uh, yeah, w- w- w-
2: I can't w- believe playing... Pan- what? That was... Um, I'm Je- sorry. Jesse,
1: remember New-, New Year's Eve, 2000, whatever Mini it was. Mini stroke, I'm out of it. And we're, we're sitting in, like in the fourth row at the joint and at the Hard Rock and. Oh, Vegas. this is a
2: great story. I'm and glad we circled back.
1: <laughs> and it's... Uh,
2: this is a beautiful time, but this no, is around no, the time that the white stripes I, were breaking, this is when the strokes were happening, this is when Interpol were fucking jamming out the time era.
4: They were just starting to uh, communicate their fingerprint analysis with each other.
2: Oh yeah, Interpool Interpol yes. was like coming up. The out. English, you know, so police, I, I, I read, an, I
1: read, I read into Jesse and the girl that you were with at the time. Oh,
2: Alexis, who was a crazy bitch. <laughs> Uh, all right.
1: Well, that notwithstanding. There it is. Uh, all right. There yeah. it is. Well, right. we, we okay. had extra tickets, and, and, and you're like, yeah, man, what's going on? I go, we got tickets like second row for the prostitution. She was um, prostituted. Uh, uh, all <laughs> right. Oh. For, for, <laughs> she's, okay, okay. she's not here to defend herself. <laughs> no.
4: Phil Collins isn't either, but I you th- had nothing but praise for him. Love Phil Collins. I, I well, think you can. Well, then gets, treat he he gets, your ex girlfriends as well oh, as Phil yeah. Collins.
2: You're right. You're right. <laughs> so we're sitting there. She's got an invisible touch head. She takes you in now and makes like hold of your heart. She, she seems to have an invisible touch. touch. We're
1: all back on board.
4: You in oh, your Jesse, her. Jesse, <laughs> you know the story. I don't know her.
1: Have we about her? <laughs> really it's all the same. Now. But
4: when she gets into your heart, you'll
2: it never, never be, be the same. same. <laughs> but now I, now I know she's got, got a, a built-in ability. To to take
4: everything you see And And
2: now now it seems I'm falling falling. I'm falling for her She seems to have
4: An invisible invisible. touch All right.
3: Hey. Yeah.
4: All right.
1: Sorry, it was, the, it was wait, specifically wait, your indulgence that triggered us to start. Yeah. How
3: Jesse,
2: does that make you feel? It's a hard one, time, oh, yeah. one. One time Dan, we all got. Oh, back to New Year's Eve, though. Super okay. correct. Right. Now, now. Thank,
3: thank you. Now- so, the
2: bad velvet revolver are on stage. It's the late Great Scott Weiland of InvestiP looking like anorexic Finn. He's got like one of them like police um caps on his head.
1: Yeah, like like a Nazi like officer hat on. Yeah. Okay,
2: yeah, very Kenneth Cole.
1: Okay. Right. Sure. That's kind of. Take like, t- me down, like, like, uh, like faster pussy cat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. take yeah. t- me
2: downish. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just six million. Take t- so, hey, so we're sitting there and we're watching t- it and it, it's like it's a and, al- and it's slashing him and Storm
2: as well, and then a a, a weird um, like man, like a he, Mr. Clean but with a mustache dude, Dave Kushner.
1: Nice. Which nice is call. now
2: a marijuana strain at the what local. What did I tell you? Sh- yeah. Shut up.
3: That, that was yeah. Yeah.
2: Sorry.
1: sorry. So, and, and anyway, no. So we're watching it and it sucks. And Jesse and I just happen to be there oh, and, and good, we're sitting. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're like four, no. like four, seats away. And Not I look, I look part. over at Jesse and Jesse's looking at me and I go, "What do you think about this?" Because it's 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 like ten minutes till midnight <clears throat> on New yeah. Year's Eve, and Jesse looks at me and he goes, "They fucking suck, man." And, goes, <laughs> and, 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 and I go, "That's what I want. I, I, I want to hear on, what you, you no, no, think sucks." Hang on. I I said... said, Beautiful
2: Boy, Steve Carell's other movie, okay? I'm going to just say this. It may be a beautiful story, but, like, I don't really find it believable that there is a (laughs) child born in Marin County, California that's addicted to Crystal Street meth. Don't buy that when Adderall is so readily available. I just... That's a big leap of faith in the plot that I really got to, you know... But if we're going to talk about prison reform, how unfair the justice system is and how redlined and rigged it is against people of color, you know, and believe me, too, it's not, you know, black lives matter, but it's like when it comes to the poor, no lives matter, and we as a nation got to, like, come up on that, and when we do, prison reform is part of that, you know, but this is what I'm getting at, and I think I remember what I'm getting at, and I'm trying to install right now. Buffering, buffering. (laughs) in. Jeff, I can't believe that I'm having a senior moment at the age of 39, but it happened. 39. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just being false humble. But let me tell you, that, no, I um, am having a senior moment. It's tough to know. I'm going in and out of it, but I do remember we were talking about Amy Grant and right, hey, how hey. beautiful and wholesome she was, kind of like Tori Amos Wait, before can, all the kids with Dean can, McDermott. Can you,
1: can you put Jesse on the vo- on the vocoder, like, hey. Oh yeah,
2: but did we get to the punchline of the Velvet Revolver concert that everyone is so like yeah. invested in knowing the ending of? <laughs> Look Jeff, no, I, I, I said they, I kind of think they suck, man. I, I, and I, I, then I, you I, asked and me. I, and I look down and I go, like, what?
1: Because all this talent is on stage. you got all these great rock stars. I go, what is it that they're not doing? And Jesse brilliantly goes, where's the songs? He goes, they got no songs. And, and that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. And, we, and we stood up
2: and oh, left. Oh, Yo. <laughs> We proceeded Wait. to party the rest yeah. of the night with Carrot Top, but, our brother. But, but, Partying but with Jesse Carrot top. top. Is Carrot Top into Harmontown yet? Why the fuck not? We you get know Chris Angel. got fun props. I love the top. Yo, the top. I love the top. I think the top could work a room that's like audio and like can't see the props. You'll never meet the a top nicer of the fucking charts. person in
1: your life than Carrot Top. He's Let's the most, answer no. the question, Soul where are the, the songs? Let's hit do it. Hit it. Hit For the hit hard it.
2: working. Prop comic.
4: Yo. Or, no, no. Hit, hit something. No, hit a different. Uh, less percussive. Mm. It's more about singing than rapping. Where are the songs? Is the question. Where are
3: the songs? Velvet answer.
2: Revolver had a great song Sliv- uh, Slither, which. But other than that, there was really a lot of filler on that album. You know, so like there's it was kind song. of like a painful. Yo, tell me your Velvet. Okay, and then oh, we get no, off Velvet Revolver because no we're with Dan, and you know what? Honestly, Dan. No. Brother, it is an honor being in your presence. I mean that from the bottom All of my right, heart, no, and it's it like, why the sarcastic. fuck am I talking like over? No, like, no, you? no, no. This we is like this. being on fucking Stern is being in Harmontown All
3: right, no, okay. we're loving your end. But the okay. way awesome.
2: Dan's non-linear interviewing, it's like Tom Snyder, like but a little drunker, <laughs> yeah, but definitely. a little I get smarter it, I get it. too. Right. And with the good looks of Paul Rudd, my God, Dan right. is handsome.
4: <laughs> okay, all right. Can all right. I could see Dan marrying Eva
2: Longoria. Okay.
4: Well, he's Course. that level of hot. Obviously, you can come back every week. Okay. Right. <laughs> Obviously, but I disagree with all of those points. Uh, no. I am not wait, wait, Chris Hemsworth
2: so... said, is Dan Harmon our fourth brother?
4: Where's the songs? And our Billy Bob Where's went the to songs? boot. I telling you, I'm telling you, like I was so. Like, Amy Grant was like, "Baby, baby, I want a mama, And MTV was like, "Hey, she's Christian. She won't. She's like singing about her husband." And I was like, "Yeah, she is." <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, fi- I wanna soil. Like, I, I, yeah. I have the Han, so- the 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 Han Solo complex. Like, I. Like all of put the, that lightsaber
2: in a Christian lady.
4: The girls that I had crushes on in high school, they're like, like they weren't. They, it was, it was like there were the Amy Grants, like they. they oh it yeah. Was, it was like what was about like, Crystal Gale? Bec-
2: Crystal Gale. No, no, yeah. that was
1: well, that was Coal Miner's daughter.
2: Yeah, yeah, Loretta Lynn's sister with the hair to, f- to the floor, past the ass.
3: But hell yeah,
2: past the ass is also Dan's latest musical EP available on iTunes. Dan songs ass. with Paul oh, Simon, Bruce Hornsby and The Range, about and this is the lead single co-written with Michael McDonald,
3: Where Are The Songs.
2: I'm talking about yo, no, I'm talking about yo,
4: I'm talking about ho, oh, talking about singing with the lyrics, yeah. my name is MC Singer. <laughs> MC Singer i like to hang out with my finger pointing at the lyric style singing all the long day while i like to sing to the top to the bottom fucked your mama so hard i belong in sodom uh, and gomorrah i think i'll come back tomorrow and fuck your mama again biblically a free Yo, my name is yeah. Yahweh. Yeah. MC Yahweh in the house. I make your wife turn into a spouse. Uh, if she looks back, she's salt. You can never call that a salt, cause the woman is subjective. Uh, f- through the bible wide from chapter one to chapter four hundred thousand i'm the man that comes down hounding on the patriarchy i got the glass ceiling and i got the fucking dick key unlock misogyny with my big spiritual dick
2: oh my god
4: oh shit hey yo How, how are you doing over there well, my name is Job, and I'm—I don't have a care. I'd like to put that to the test. Oh well, that would be fine. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm Job. I'm the best. Well, your wife has AIDS. Oh, that's wow. That's so does your maid. Uh, oh no! And so do your kids. Oh shit! I oh fuck! And your house fell apart. Oh God! I'm Job, and I hate—I hate—I hate. I hate, I hate i i don't hate i love it i love it it. it i love i love being abused by god that's what i'm talking about i love bringing down the house on top of people that pray to me oh get down on your knees yeah oh my name is yahweh yeah oh okay
2: hell yes job that was brilliant. That is one of no, so the all times right there. This right. Is the this is the man who discovered childish Gambino. No, Dan, it, it, fucking Harmon. I can't. Uh, it can't
3: it you can't. basically gave him Wait, talent. Wait, yeah, uh, Jesse, Jesse and Jesse and
1: Dan. Do you think you you could freestyle together a little bit?
4: Can't we do something together? Yeah, yeah uh, fuck uh, yeah, like
2: California it, Zach, love.
1: Zach, you got to beat.
2: Think about yeah. us doing
1: something together, like California. Love. I'd be honored
2: yeah. to be on the track. Yeah. I want to do like something. Like like, like
1: you, you can do the rapping, Dan, and then you might just put in like the Rihanna hook? hook. Yeah, you put the hook on it.
2: Right. This yeah. is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: been taken.
1: There it
2: is. Like that? Right, Zach, you got something for us? Yeah. Oh,
3: All right.
2: Shit. This is like John Travolta without the weave, y'all.
3: This is straight dirty.
2: <laughs> it's seductive and actually, in the dark, looks a lot like Bruce Willis. Get ready for it. Here we go.
4: When I look at you, I see the sky in my nose and my eyes. I see you and I look within. I see your family, my kin. I see love.
2: Yeah. The man sees the love all the time. He's got a big, big heart, and he wants you to know that empathy and love are the best weapons that we have in this world tonight. I yeah. He's got a beautiful heart, he's got a beautiful soul, but when it comes to gambling, he's got no control. I'm He's that kind of a bitch. It's true. Yeah. yeah. But when he watches R. Kelly or he watches the show that I'm talking about, Nancy Grace, yeah, that bitch, that hoe. Yeah. yeah. He gets pissed at her. That bitch is full of shit, yeah. and I'm saying it. He's saying it. Nancy double Grace, down, yo. Double down. I'm Double down. down. Double We're not down. Double down a political statement. Like and and I like I gotta let you know my favorite Colin is Hanks. Oh my Double lord, that's down. not true. I like Colin Farrell. And Double I also down. like Colin hey from Men and at and Work. And I like Gambler. a lot of Colin, like Colin Quinn. To Great comedian. We gotta get Muck Colin Muck Quinn Muck on, Muck on. Yo. I'm in Town. I'm Amy a Fran. robot. Where are you at, Amy? Yo, Amy's husband is a dude named Clint yeah. Black, and right now we just wanna we just want to talk to you, Clint. Yeah. We just wanna give you a message. Listen, we just wanna have Amy yeah. and you over. Me and Dan have a timeshare in Boca Raton. Yeah. We wanna fly you and Amy in. It'll just be you and Amy yeah. and me and Dan. Three guys, one woman. We'll give you 25,000. Yeah. We all share Amy. Yeah. If I'm getting in trouble for having this out loud, I feel I might yeah. have regret that offer. Okay. Yeah. Yo, one thing that should be noted. Okay, oh my God. Yeah. Before this gets Michael Richardsy, let me just preface this. I'm <laughs> a yeah. The Mama Mama town Mama green room is filled with peyote. The original Indian from the village people, Greg, is back there and he's smoking everyone out with peyote. So that was just me going way to the yeah. dark side. I think that's a teachable moment. And in fact, Right now, we were trying to make the song much like the end by The Doors. You know, like, yeah, hello, father. Yes, son, I'm going to kill you. But that was a song father and son could like listen to each other with, like father and son by uh, Cat Stevens. And that's really what we were going for. Just, this was a play. This was a one act. Dan and I wrote this all over the New Year's Eve weekend. So um, again, you know, just a hero, villain story. I played the villain. So my mia culpa, Amy. I think it goes without saying that we purely want a platonic relationship with you. Dan and I are both about monogamy. We are both about wearing special layers of underwear if that helps with the intimacy. You know, we are gentlemen. We did not mean to say that we wanted to plow your field. That was a misquote. That was a a Sony email that we sent to Seth Rogen about his afro at the time. All right. I don't know what more to say, Amy. I'm really like, yo. My Thank Jesus you for coming to Town tonight, everybody. Let's it up. Right.
4: So Jesse Kapp! All
2: right. <laughs> for Jesse Camp. Please don't tell me I'm getting kicked off now after the Amy Grant statement. Jesse cap We love Amy Grant.
1: Also, Kevin Day, Spencer Crittenden, and I'm Jeff Davis, the Comptroller. Your mayor uh, is Dan Harmon. Whoo-hoo. The one and only Jesse cap It's Drive fast honor. and take chances. We love you all. That was special.